0: Lee Taylor Program, brought to you by Pet Milk, America's first evaporated milk. Welcome to the Mary Lee Taylor Program, featuring the story of the week about that lovable pair, Jim and Sally Carter, and from Mary Lee's friendly kitchen, the money-saving recipe of the week. Wouldn't you like to have in one handy book a whole collection of new recipes for everything from soup to dessert? Then here's what you do. Send today for Mary Lee Taylor's brand new book called From Soup to Dessert. Because in it you'll find dozens of new ideas that make meal planning easier for you. Just send a postcard with your name and address and the title of the book, From Soup to Dessert, to Mary Lee Taylor, care of this station, or to Pet Milk. St. Louis, Zone 1, Missouri. And now it's Mary Lee on NBC, and here she is.
1: Hello, this is Mary Lee Taylor. If you've been listening to our stories about Jim and Sally Carter, you know that Sally is expecting a baby. And what worries Jim is...
2: What will the landlady say? You know no babies are allowed in this building, Sally.
3: I know, but I have a feeling that Mrs. Hackett is much bigger-hearted than anyone gives her credit for. I have a feeling
1: that maybe she'll let us stay.
2: And I have a feeling that we'll be looking for another apartment.
1: Yes, this is the newest problem in Sally and Jim's life. And you'll hear all about it in just a minute.
0: And right after the story, you're going to hear about the kind of good stick-to-the-ribs food that makes any husband want to hurry home for dinner. It's the recipe of the week, and it's for easy meat pie, the best meat pie that ever came out
1: of an oven. And along with the recipe, I'll also tell you about a very satisfying meal that you can prepare for a family of four for just about $1.66.
0: And she's not fooling. She figures them right down to the penny. But more about that tailor-made meal later, because it's time now to find out what's going on in the life of Jim and Sally Carter.
1: Sally and Jim Carter live in a second-floor apartment in an old, remodeled building. It's small and not very convenient, but Sally and Jim have worked on the place until they've made it seem like home. And they'd like to stay in it until they can find something that suits them exactly. The only thing is, they're expecting a baby in early spring. And in this building, babies definitely are not allowed. It's a problem Sally and Jim have discussed many times after dinner in front of their fireplace.
3: I don't think our landlady would just throw us out. It wouldn't be legal, would it? I'm
2: afraid it would be. We knew about the baby when we rented the place, Sal. And we didn't tell her about it. She
3: didn't ask.
2: I don't think that helps any. We knew no babies were allowed.
3: Well, she can't put us on the street. Not with a tiny baby. Well, it wouldn't be quite that. We can
2: get another place, all right, and Mrs. Hackett knows it. One we can't afford and don't like.
3: Oh, Jim, you're just looking on the gloomy side.
2: I was just looking at it from Mrs. Hackett's point of view. She knows very well she isn't putting us on the street.
3: Oh, just the same. I have a feeling she'll let us stay here. I think she's much bigger-hearted than anyone gives her credit for.
2: Gosh, Sally, you are the eternal optimist.
3: I'll bet there's not another landlady in the world,
2: half as hard-boiled as our Mrs. Hackett. Outside the comic strips, that is.
3: Maybe, maybe not. I still have a feeling she'll let us stay.
2: Well, let's find out. Let's go down right now and tell her about the baby. Now? Why not? We've got to do it sometime. A baby isn't a thing that can be concealed indefinitely, you know.
3: But, But now? Well, I don't think she's at home. Oh,
2: yes, she is. I saw her come in.
3: And... And I hate to waste the fire. Wood's so expensive. Why, that log's worth its weight in uranium. Oh, besides, I'm right at the heel of this sock. Come
2: on, beautiful. Quit your stalling. Oh,
3: yes, but... Oh, all right. I guess we might as well go down now.
2: Well, we always seem to get visitors at moments of crisis, What right? Well, speak of the... De- I i mean, uh, uh, come
3: in, uh, Mrs. Hackett. Oh, Mrs. Hackett, do come in. We were just coming
4: down to see you. So I saved to the trip. Thought it was time I was reminding you that you can't have no babies in this building. Looks to me like you better be looking around. Oh, so you know about it. Well, I ain't blind. And
3: I was congratulating myself on looking so slim. I thought with my
4: winter coat on, nobody had noticed.
1: Oh, well... Likewise,
4: I notice you running in and out with no hat on. This ain't no time to catch a cold. Oh, I never wear a hat. I'm used to it. Just the same, this ain't no time to catch a cold. You gotta take better care of yourself. Yes,
2: and it ain't no time to... I, I mean, it, it's not a very good time to move out, either.
4: That's something you oughta figured on before you moved in, young man. <sighs> You're right. But we were so desperate. House is full of working people. Gotta get to sleep and they can't sleep with a baby crying. Oh, babies don't cry at night anymore, Mrs. Hackett. Why, it says in my book... That baby ain't gonna know it's 1949. What's more, it ain't gonna be able to read no book. Babies is babies, just like always, and they cry night. Oh,
2: well, ours won't, Mrs. Hackett. Uh, uh, he's going to be brought up scientifically.
4: Hmm. few things in life you can't be scientific about. Oh. Oh, uh, well, I don't know about that. Jim, Mrs. Hackett is absolutely right. Mind you now, I don't like asking you to leave, well, but I... sure,
2: we understand, of course, that we can't stay here forever. Well, Sally couldn't manage in such a tiny apartment and without a bathroom of our and own. And
3: we're looking for something else, Mrs. Hackett. We really are. But, golly, we'd appreciate it a lot if you wouldn't hurry us out... If we could just stay here till we
4: find the right place. I'd lose all my tenants. I just can't have no baby here, and that's all there is to it. Well, all right. If that's how you feel.
3: Jim?
2: Huh? What are you thinking? I'm thinking it wasn't a very successful interview we had with Mrs. Hackett. All we got was some no-good advice.
3: I get an awful lot of advice these days. Seems to go with having a baby.
2: Yep, that's the subject on which every woman considers herself an authority. Having a baby and bringing it up.
3: I guess so. Even if they did a bum job with their own. That doesn't stop them from telling me just what to do about our baby. Everything. From the best hospital to have it in to the best college to send it
2: to. Women are just interested in babies.
3: Any babies. All
2: women. Why I... That
3: gives me an idea. Darling, I've got a plan.
2: Oh, now, honey, you'd better lay off planning. Uh, you've got two kind of heart, and the two just don't go together.
3: Well, this plan couldn't do any harm, and I can start tomorrow morning. Good morning, Mrs. Hackett. Uh, could I interrupt you a minute? Well, i got
4: to keep moving. Fifteen bucks a week, the tenants want the hall should look like the rich hotel lobby. What you want? Just a little advice. Uh,
3: this is my first baby, you know. And there are so many things I'm not sure about. Hmm.
4: Well, anything you want to know, just ask me, Miss Carter. I had three myself. Raised two of them. Well, this baby will arrive in, in early spring.
3: Do you think I ought to get one of those sleeping bags for it.
4: Or would you... A sleeping bag? I sure wouldn't. Well, they don't allow for enough kicking. How can the little thing's legs get strong if they can't kick? How will I keep it warm, then? Get a good blanket. I can show you how to fold and pin so the baby can move around. Got your flannel band yet? Flannel band? Sure, for around the little stomach. Keep from getting colic. Flannel band. Oh, Oh, no. If you feed them right, they won't have
3: colic. Well, I won't get the sleeping bag. Mom sent me a lot of blankets. Packet, do you think it would be all right for me to drive 25 miles out in the country?
4: A friend of Jim's has Are invited... you out of your mind? Bumping over country roads, no telling what might happen. Why, my cousin in Peoria. All right, I won't go.
3: It's a concrete highway. But no, I won't go. If you think I should. Mrs. Hackett, look at these cribs advertised in the paper.
4: Aren't they, darling? Look like pretty good boys. This one with the Donald Duck. Hmm. Ain't that cute?
3: I like the one with the butterflies. Wonder if they'd hold one for me. Hold it? A- at the store? Would it'd be silly to have it delivered here and then move it. Might as well wait till we get
4: the other place. Though goodness knows we aren't having much luck. Uh, you get this one with a Donald Duck. I'll, uh, keep it in the attic for you. Oh, would you, Mrs. Hackett? Then I'll be sure of it. You're really an angel, Mrs.
3: Hackett. Hmm.
4: Want them flannel bands yet?
3: Well, no, Oh, really, Mrs. Hackett,
4: I don't think the baby will need them. The book says. Ms. Carter babies get colic without flannel bands. Now you need about eight. <laughs> well, I, I still. You think listen to me, and you won't have nothing to worry about.
2: Well, darling, how's your plan working to uh, win a friend and influence Mrs. Hackett?
3: I'm not sure, Jim. Hmm.
2: You. Seem to be inseparable companions.
3: (laughs) Not quite. But you know, Jim, I'm getting to like Mrs. Hackett. She's no different, really, than anyone else. When you get to know her.
2: Which I hope I don't, ever.
3: I'm sure she's genuinely interested in this baby.
2: But she doesn't offer to let us stay on here.
3: (sighs) No, she doesn't.
2: Well, Sally, maybe we'd better take that place on Charles Street, the one that backs up against the streetcar tracks?
3: Oh, no. It's so awful and so expensive. Give me just a little more time.
1: So Sally continued to ask Mrs. Hackett's advice at every possible opportunity and followed it often to Jim's annoyance. He complained about the state of affairs on one of their Sunday walks.
2: Allie, I'm getting tired of it. We've done more fool things on account of Mrs. Hackett's notions. Can't have strawberries out of season,
3: can't... She told me. Her cousin in Peoria had a baby with a strawberry mark just because... I
2: know, I know. And I don't think it's so funny. You bought the crib Mrs. Hackett likes, and you wear a hat whether you want to or not, and you... Anyway,
3: I haven't bought any flannel bands for the baby.
2: It's the only thing you haven't done. Sally, what do you really think? Has she mellowed up any?
3: Jim, I'm the one who's mellowed up. Mrs. Hackett's really very kind to me. And she's had an awfully tough time. A no-account husband who left her without a dime when Spud was just a baby.
2: You and your big heart. I suppose you want to take out an annuity for her. No,
3: but she's right about not allowing the baby, Jim. It would bother the other tenants, and most of them are working people. We ought to move. And I'm going to tell her she can show the apartment any time.
2: Take it easy. Wait a minute. Why, we haven't got a place to go yet.
3: We've got a couple of possibilities, and there's no sense in Mrs. Hackett losing a single week's rent.
2: Oh, I might have known it would end up like this.
3: Well, here we are. Home again. Let's go tell Mrs. Hackett that she can let people look at the place any time now.
2: Uh, maybe she's not in her apartment. I don't hear a sound in there. Knock
3: again, honey. Keep mm-hmm. you. Well,
2: I still don't think we ought to tell her she can show our apartment. It might get rented. before... Well,
3: we... doesn't look as though we will tell her right this minute. If she were home, she'd have answered the door by now.
2: Okay, then. Let's go up to our little blue heaven.
3: You know, Jim, these stairs are getting pretty steep for me, at that. place and is at the
4: other
3: end of the hall. Lots of talking
2: up there.
4: Sounds like it's in our apartment.
2: Oh, it couldn't be. Why, I'm sure I locked the door.
3: $15 a week,
4: and it's worth every cent of it. It is in our apartment.
3: Mrs. Hackett is in there with somebody.
2: A nerve.
4: Now take it or leave
2: it. Sally, do you realize what she's doing? She's renting the place.
0: We'll return to Jim and Sally in just a minute. But first, I do want to remind you that Mary Lee Taylor has a mighty fine book she'd like to send you free. It's a 64-page book with lots of baby photographs in it and a wealth of information that is valuable to every young mother information about how to care for and train your baby so he'll be strong and sturdy and have the good habits you'd like him to have. Every bit of information in this valuable book has been approved by a well-known baby doctor so you can have complete confidence in it. So when you ask Mary Lee Taylor for her newest recipe booklet called From Soup to Dessert, ask her too for a copy of this wonderful 64-page baby book. And ask your grocer for the milk that has what every baby needs to build sound teeth, strong, straight bones, and to have the very best of growth. The milk Mary Lee Taylor uses in all her famous recipes. And now, back to our story about Jim and Sally Carter.
1: When Jim and Sally Carter started up the steps of their apartment building, they heard voices coming from their own apartment. And much to their amazement, they realized that Mrs. Hackett was talking to a prospective tenant. $15 a
4: week, and it's worth every cent of
1: it. The nerve. And I'll
4: take it or leave it? Sally,
1: do you
2: realize what she's doing? She's reading the place. Oh,
4: I'd have thought Mrs. Hackett would have told me
3: at least. You know,
2: it's darn attractive. I never thought from the outside it'd look like this. Oh, if he knew the man hours I put in with a paintbrush, he'd understand. You and
4: your car. Here's
3: the
2: call.
4: Oh, the
3: you couldn't bear, bear to work you. a scheme on poor
2: Mrs. Hackett. I still How's it can't believe
3: I'd gotten honestly fond of her. I yeah, thought...
4: Just pull it out here between these doors. I can move in right away. Keep hey, quiet.
2: I want to hear what she says.
4: Yeah, that's right. place will be available Monday. Sally,
3: she can't do that. Monday? Oh, no, she wouldn't. That, that isn't legal. She can't. We couldn't move that quickly if we did our best. Why? Come wait. on. We'll
2: tell her a thing or two.
4: Why are they moving? Jim, wait. Oh, they like the place. They don't want to move, but they're expecting a the baby in March,
2: and this place ain't big enough for them. Hmm. To hear her, you think... Wait a second
4: i got a couple in the third-floor apartment going to move to Duluth. So me and my boy are going to move in the third-floor apartment. She hasn't and, said a word uh, to me about it. to let the Carters; they're the folks in this place, have my apartment. It's got one more room, and it's on the side away from the street. Sally.
3: Oh,
2: boy, did you hear that? And it's got a bathroom, too. I juice.
4: ain't told him yet. I was, well, I was going to have it behind
3: of a the The angel. I knew it.
4: Well, my wife might not want to take it if babies are allowed. She has a tough job and has to get her sleep nights. Nice. Hey, babies don't cry nights nice anymore. Don't you know that? This is 1949, and things are scientific. I'll see what my wife thinks about it, but a baby. Oh, dear, he's going to talk her out of it. the place where they'll be is kind of off from the rest of the house, just in case the baby forget it's 1949. I suppose if that's the way it'll be, oh, i Well, whether you take it or not, that baby's going to be right here. Why, that girl couldn't half take
2: care of a baby with nobody to turn to. Honey, you made another friend, like you always do.
4: You know she don't even want to put flannel bands on the baby. But I'll take care of that. Close
2: the door, Jim. Well, looks like Junior is going to be wearing flannel bands,
4: Mrs. Carter.
3: (laughs) I think I can handle that problem all right, darling. But, Jim, just think. We don't have to move. Isn't Mrs. Hackett wonderful?
2: She is at that. And you know what? What? You're pretty wonderful yourself.
0: In on Jim and Sally Carter again next Saturday. But right now, let's get back to the most comfortable spot in the world, Mary Lee Taylor's kitchen. Talk about good things to eat. You really find them in this friendly kitchen. And best of all, you find out how to make these good things to eat. How about it, Mary Lee Taylor?
1: (laughs) You're right, as always, Del King. And today's main attraction, as you know, is Easy Meat Pie, one of my favorite recipes from the new collection.
0: And that new collection, remember, is called From Soup to Dessert. And it means just what it says. So better send for your free copy today. It'll only take a minute to address a postcard to Mary Lee Taylor, Carol, this station, or to Pet Milk, St. Louis, Zone 1, Missouri. And how pleased you'll be when the mailman brings you your recipe book.
1: And now let's do a little meal planning. Today's meal, as I mentioned earlier, is a hearty, satisfying one, which you can prepare for a family of four for just about $1.66. And
0: just what's in this hearty, satisfying meal, Mary Lee?
1: Well, we start with easy meat pie with chili sauce or catsup on the side. Yes, that's what I like. And along with the meat pie, we'll have baked potatoes. Mm, go
0: on, Mary Lee, you're doing fine.
1: And creamed peas.
0: Oh, this is really a meal to please a man. Of course, I um, I guess it would be too much to hope for my
1: favorite salad. The salad, Your Majesty, will be cabbage slaw with mock cream dressing. You did put in my favorite. Bless <laughs> your heart. <laughs> And uh, to give the meal a happy ending, we'll have baked apples and hot coffee. Ah, oh,
0: that's certainly a meal fit for a king, and I do mean Dell King.
1: And an easy meal to prepare, because the potatoes bake at the same oven temperature as the meat pie, and the creamed peas take only a jiffy. When you make the white sauce, the pet milk way. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh you're getting into my territory now.
0: I'll do the selling on this program, ma'am. All right. The only trouble is, everybody I know likes pet milk so much, they want my job. They all claim it's easy as pie to sell pet milk because pet milk is such wonderful milk. And it is. Just imagine good, sweet, whole milk with more than half the water removed, and that's pet milk, rich enough to use in coffee, on cereals, So rich, in fact, you can add an equal amount of water and still have milk that's richer than the milk generally sold in bottles. Very
1: good. Very good. Thank you. And uh, now let's take our pet milk, together with a package of biscuit mix, a can of lunch meat, and some American cheese, and see how a delicious easy meat pie can be made with just those four simple ingredients. Okay, suits me.
0: I'm all set to write down that recipe, Mary Lee. Easy meat pie. Now, what do you do first?
1: First, put into a bowl one and one-half cups of biscuit mix.
0: Put into bowl one and one-half cups biscuit mix.
1: Hmm, that's
0: a time saver right there, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Then, you stir in with a fork six tablespoons of pet milk mixed. With six tablespoons water.
0: Stir in six tablespoons pet milk mixed with six tablespoons water with pet milk. You still have extra rich milk.
1: Next, spread that. The skillet should measure about eight inches across the bottom. Okay.
0: Spread in grease skillet All right, Mary Lee, then what?
1: Cut into eight slices crosswise one 12-ounce can of lunch meat.
0: Cut into eight slices one 12-ounce can lunch meat.
1: And be sure to cut it crosswise or you won't get eight slices. Okay, okay. Next, cut each slice into two triangles... And arrange on the dough like uh, wedges of pie.
0: Cut each slice into two triangles and arrange on
1: dough mm, uh, like wedges of pie. Like wedges yeah, I've got that. Then take one cup of grated American cheese.
0: One cup. Grated American cheese. Mm Mm-hmm. And where does that go?
1: Just sprinkle it on top of the meat.
0: Sprinkle on top of meat. Mm, I can remember now how good that tastes, too.
1: Finally, cover the skillet and bake in a moderately hot oven, 400 degrees, 25 minutes, or until the pie shrinks from the sides of skillet. Oh, wait a minute here. I'm lost. Let's see (laughs) now. Cover and bake... uh, In moderately hot oven, 400 degrees, 25 minutes. Uh, Oh, yes. Or until
0: pie shrinks from sides of skillet.
1: That's right. And that's a big and hungry people. And to serve it, You simply cut it into wedges and serve it with ketchup or chili sauce.
0: And believe me, everyone who gets his share of this easy meat pie will have some nice things to say to the person who baked it because it's really good.
1: And uh, here are a few helpful tips. First of all, the recipe you just heard can be used at any altitude up to 5,000 feet. If you live at a higher altitude, ask for the specially adjusted recipe And tell me the altitude at which you live.
0: And even if you live at sea level, you'll be up in the air when you hear the compliments that come your way on Easy Meat Pie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mary Lee, sometimes I just can't help
1: it. (laughs) Well, let's get back to the helpful tips. When we made this Easy Meat Pie in the pet mill kitchens, we sprinkled the grated cheese only on every other triangle of meat. And you may want to do the same. Why? Because the pie looks more tempting... If the top shows a triangle of reddish-brown meat, then a triangle of golden-yellow cheese, and so on. Oh, sure. That's the
0: way it is on the cover of the new book.
1: That's right. And by the way, in place of lunch meat, you can use, uh, in making easy meat pie, uh, uh, thin slices of bologna or swiger, or slices of boiled or baked ham. You could also use flour, baking powder, salt, and shortening instead of the packaged biscuit mix. And the directions for this substitution are in the book called From Soup to Dessert.
0: And just about everything you cook from soup to dessert can be extra delicious and extra wholesome if you use pet milk. You see, pet milk is concentrated milk, so concentrated, in fact, that it's actually double rich. That's why food prepared with pet milk is so extra good to eat, so extra good for you. And surprisingly enough, pet milk costs less generally than any other form of milk.
1: Dale, I know you're the world's best salesman, but (laughs) sometimes I think you forget how good pet milk is for babies. Oh, no, no.
0: In fact, when Sally Carter's baby arrives, I'm uh, planning to get right into the story of the week and tell Sally that pet milk has what every baby needs for building strong, straight bones, sound teeth, and for making the best of growth. Yes, pet milk has it the perfect combination of milk minerals and vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin.
1: And speaking of Sally, next Saturday, she gets the surprise of her life, her very first evening alone in her new apartment. And next Saturday's recipe of the week is for a favorite American dessert made a delicious new way.
0: That's a week from now, but in just a minute from now, Mary Lee will give you today's recipe for happiness. But first... A reminder that Vic DeMone will be singing to you again tonight on the Pet Milk Show with lovely Kay Arman, the Serenaders, and Gus Henchen and his Pet Milk Orchestra. Don't miss Vic DeMone on the Pet Milk Show tonight over most of these same NBC stations. And be sure to pick up one of Mary Lee Taylor's recipe folders in your favorite grocery store. You'll find it right with the Pet Milk display. And now, today's recipe for happiness.
1: The more you give, the more you have. The more you take without giving, the less you have that you can keep. And now, until next Saturday morning, this is Mary Lee Taylor saying goodbye and happy homemaking. Goodbye,
0: Mary Lee Taylor, and good luck and good health to all of you from Pet Milk, America's first evaporated milk. The Mary Lee Taylor program is directed by Al Chant. Dell King speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.